hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with and And welcome to another episode of Just Law Podcast. So happy to have everyone here. I'm Leah Silverman. I'm Tom Blakely. I'm Joanna Plazier. And I'm Kevin O'Sullivan. And, and I'm Mark Grayson. And we also have my cat, Myla. Hey, Myla. And we have a very special episode for you today where you get to listen to our true personalities come out, get to know your hosts and what we think about our own show. So all five of us are going to yap. That's basically what's coming at you for the next little while, just to interpret that. But, but don't let that turn you off. Yeah. Hopefully it's not the truest personalities. I don't, I don't want to see, for example, like Tom's true personality. I don't, I don't think anyone needs to see that. But a nice, a nice edited down, happy to be here personality, I think would be very good for the listenership. Yeah, I mean, we're, we, we can't wait to see Kevin's, I mean, that funeral home that you're coming to us from, I mean, the personality that's just Doesn't emanating from the, from the screen, like we, we that, that, that's, that's what we need to learn more about. That just, that just doesn't seem fair. You're never invited. My mom doesn't like you already. You've never met. This is her decorating. I don't know what to tell you. She's awesome at it. And uh, you're permanently disinvited, banned from the O'Sullivan family. It's kind of sad. We yeah, were hey, you know, over before it started. Hey, I, I was banned from Weymouth long ago, long, long before this. Oh. Yeah. That seems that seems all the more clear now. That seems obviously so. Yeah, obviously hey, come, so. On, come up one twenty eight. Hey, I, I don't have to let you in over here either. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> kind of goes both ways there. A little bit of a little bit of a right. turf war. Hey, hey, you know, that doesn't seem fair. Uh, so, how's everybody doing? I can't believe that's already match of for for us for the three L's in this room. It's match of our last year, which is wild. The one, the one else, you, you young whippersnappers, you, you, you have all this time ahead of you. You're all set. You're figuring out where this is. This is uh, the curtain. I, I see it. I'm not going to say anything, but I see the curtain and I see that we're, uh, we're moving right along here. I, I still, I'm trying to think we have a lot more time. Is that fair? Is that accurate? I really wanted to start this off on a very depressing note. Hey, listen, I mean, um, I'm being positive about it. I'm, I'm thinking there's a lot more time left. It's only <laughs> match. Wait to see when you're being negative about it. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there where, I mean, Just Law has been really over a year in the making. We tried to launch last match. We uh, had a great episode planned. And obviously, um, the world changed dramatically. So from then till now, uh, how, how many episodes deep are we now? Seven. Seven. Seven, Seven episodes. Yeah, we recorded our first episode March 9th, 2020. And then on March 11th, 2020, we got that fateful email sending us home. And here we are on Zoom a year later. But having fun, having fun doing it. We've had a lot of good conversations, many more to come. Uh, have there been any? Have there been any surprising moments? Anything that anyone's surprised by, or something that took you off guard in an interview? Well, in my interview with the dean, I'm so sorry, Kevin. No, please <laughs> um, interrupt him. <laughs> yeah, Joanna, never apologize. Thank Somebody's so going to rein that guy in. Somebody's got to rein him in. 
<laughs> I'm not sure if that one's going to be me, but regardless, uh, I spoke with the Dean um, and that episode hasn't come out yet, but for that reason, you know, I had, I'm not sure if you three L's like know of the Dean better than us one L's do. Like I wasn't sure how, um, how administration communicated with students, but for whatever reason, I don't know, he just came off as so, he had it all together, man. Whenever you see him talking in any of these like uh, meetings or addresses, you know, like he's clearly a really smart guy, which is intimidating. Um, when I spoke to him, he was, he's honestly really sweet and really funny and really kind. And I guess, I don't know, that might be strange to say, um, but it, it caught me a bit off guard. Um, so that was my surprising fact. Were you surprised, Joanna, by how willing uh, Dean Rougeau was to, to be personal, to tell some some stories to really get get in deep to the conversation and whatever what the the content of what you were talking about yeah for sure um especially since like these types of conversations um just as a reminder conversations about diversity and lack of diversity in the legal field and like these kinds of personal experiences they're kind of hard to share um and i'm not sure if it is because of the times he finds it necessary or if that's just person his personality but he really dove deep um Surprisingly so. So yeah, most definitely I was surprised. Before um, I joined here, I was chopping it up. So that'll be out soon too. Yeah, love Mark, it, do it. you want to tell people more about your role? Sure. So um, I'm the self-proclaimed uh, executive producer. <laughs> um, no, I'm the producer and I uh, bring together the different content that comes my way and package it up and get it out to the the all the different platforms you've you guys have the listeners have found us on so um i love and you're not and uh happy to be here you're not just an executive producer you're also the voice of our uh opening jingle or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um if you guys have heard that ah ah um that's all mark I mean, I know I just did a great job uh, doing hey, it. But... Maya, he, Maya, that song, or which song are you talking about? <laughs> the, the our beautiful Just Law opening song. Okay. I'll Somebody start... actually shouted out the intro. I was talking to uh, really this like career services. Somebody in career services, a whole email about something totally unrelated, and then at the end of it, uh, and she's gonna listen to this, so she'll probably hear hear me saying this. Uh, I can't find that email on this thing. Are you kidding me? But she based, she liked the intro, like the the the, the voice over there. Like she made a point of uh, like, which is I don't know how I feel about that because we had like a whole rest of the episode that was seemed to be unremarkable. Just the intro is what was what she was after. So yeah. and hey, you know, it's it's better than having a, an intro that that turns people away. So so good good work there, good vocals. It's nice to it's nice to get you on an episode, Mac. This has been uh, you've been the master behind the scenes. You're doing the technician you're a musician you're the guy putting it all together and now we finally get to actually talk to you it's pretty uh pretty exciting day here at just law we love it it's pretty surreal to be out of the basement (laughs) (laughs) we finally (laughs) we're finally we've approved mac for public exposure it's a big deal he's been working really hard gone through a few classes and now we're now we're ready to go Uh, Tom, we're going to put some training for you too in place. I think we're going to put a few. Oh, really? Because I was, I was going to ask you, when did they approve you for public explosion? I didn't oh, see that. No, yeah. I slipped oh. by, brother. I slipped by. Yeah. This is not. Yeah, you're gonna have to. 
I got, the, the, I got that's like a on that one. that's like against the, the Massachusetts General Charter, right? They're public <laughs> publicly exposing Kevin O'Sullivan is no one needs to see that. It seems right. Well, we can quibble about how you just said that, but yes, in general, um, yes, yes, yeah. my 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 voice my voice over the air uh, might be uh, might be something different. Um, also, very importantly and very exciting. Very excitingly at Just Law Match is a mindfulness match, mental health match, and obviously an extremely important topic and something that, frankly, I think uh, in our original conversations about Just Law, we talked a lot about creating space and having conversations that need to be had and that uh, maybe otherwise would not be had and, and maybe there uh, isn't always space dedicated to them. So it's exciting uh, thanks to Leah that we have mm -hmm. this, these opportunities coming forward. So I know we're, we're well underway there. How, how has that been? And how was the meditation session with Professor Anzalone? Uh, yeah, it was really exciting. I'd never met Felipe Anzalone before. I've obviously received a lot of emails for her, from her urging us to join some of her mindfulness and meditation sessions throughout the week. And I am, I'm not quick to be embarrassed, but I could just picture myself sitting in front of my computer, uh, failing at meditation. So I've never attended. And after speaking with her, I am way more inspired. We had a really great conversation about mental health and law school and how taking a few minutes a day to just let you know, the mindfulness wash over you is really important. And I got a lot of great feedback from some of our listeners. I got a lot of texts, Instagram messages saying that they felt it was a good, important episode. So I felt really good about it. I love that one too. And Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I, I have attended some of her meditation sessions when it when school was in person and they empty out that room in the library. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a great break in between classes, just midday. It's always around 12 or something mm -hmm. time. So it's, it's really cool that BC does that. Um, and it's trying to do more um, to incorporate mindfulness. You know, they bought those, those chairs in the library that were, that was new after our one L year. Um, oh yeah. Quick naps and stuff. Uh, right now, they might not be getting any use, but um, I think that's all really, really important stuff. Definitely. I think it's so easy to think of life as just law school when you're in it and there's nothing else that's going on. You know, I don't know how many of you have hobbies. I try so hard, but it's it's difficult to kind of step back and see the other side of things and do other things. Um so it was kind of cool to talk to her and see, okay, there's other things in the world. Yeah, I think that's extremely important. A quick, a quick plug for uh, movement lawyering with Professor Fabman, and I know other professors mm -hmm. are very intentional and deliberate about this. Professor Hellinger, you know, it's, I, I, I completely agree with you, Leah. It can be very isolating and you get that, that, feeling of being on an island you know you just this is just law school we're just kind of work our way through it and hopefully things change shift whatever on the other side after graduation however it works out mm -hmm. but 
there is great, great, great power, as in all of life, in being intentional and in being deliberate and reflecting, contemplating, introspecting to know where you are and what you want and where you want to be going. It doesn't, I think sometimes uh, something that movement lawyering has brought out for me that you can, there's no, there's no distinction between being a good lawyer and being a good person, uh, doing, you know, being happy and healthy through law school and trying to be happy and healthy in life. You know, they're, they're, we're talking about the same things here. So you can't all of a sudden just check everything at the door. Oh, because this is law school and I'm trying to learn the law and whatever, you know, like that, that approach, that approach ultimately will not embrace all that you could be doing. So it's, uh, it's really important. And uh, I'm very happy that we give space there and, and talk about that. And there's, there's more to come throughout March. So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of good content and good episodes and good conversations centered around all of those things. So very yeah, well done. we have another episode coming up with a friend of mine who is, it's a little bit about self-care and a little bit about, um, not being afraid to kind of show off your crazy a little bit and say, look, this, this is hard and it gets a lot of anxiety going and depression and that's fine. Honesty. And, yeah. Yep. Honesty, transparency, vulnerability. Now, let me ask you guys the three L's, you know, while we're on the topic, I mean, I guess how, you know, how did your experience kind of change as you went through law school, like in terms of you know, I mean, uh, just sort of managing, you know, you talk about mental health, you talk about, you know, hobbies and just kind of dealing with the stress, uh, you know, of school. I mean, I know everybody obviously knows about, you know, one L and, uh, you know, as you, as you kind of go along, you know, you, you get involved in different courses and clinics and internships and externships and, you know, pirate ships and all kinds of different things that you might do as you, as you go along and just how, you know, I, I guess kind of how did, how did your, you know, experience with that, you know, in terms of like stress and just kind of you know, uh, figuring out, you know, what was, what was right for you and, and just trying to, trying to, you know, get, get by and, and, and kind of, uh, you know, trying to, try to take care of yourself. How did that, how did that go through law school? Like, I know people say, oh, one L's the worst. And after that, it's better. And then, you know, you gotta you just, what, what, what was your experience like with that? Now that you're kind of rounding the, rounding the last lap. I will say, I didn't think one L was the worst year, not to scare you guys. Um, but okay. I think, as you add, you, you get definitely get more used to it, get more used to classes and how to take tests and stuff like that. But you add more things to kind of your plate. So I know in 2L, I took, I think, 16 credit hours and then I did a 16-hour internship, not an externship, so I wasn't getting credit. So I was, I, I felt like everything was so crazy. And um, it definitely is hard to balance. I think Friday nights, I just stayed home by myself because that's what I wanted to do. And I did nothing. And I just watched TV and I gave myself that one night a week where I literally didn't speak to a single other person and just kind of relaxed. And that really helps me in 2L. Yeah, I think I think over time, I, I, I think for me, I... I loved 1L. I, I enjoyed 1L, but I loved and enjoyed it because of the people. It, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like I derived all this excitement from not having a clue what was going on. That's, that's not what happened. You know, yeah. I got nothing out of that either. <laughs> it's the, I, I think what was, what was great and what was, you know, the real blessing of it all, the gift of it all 
was the people, was the people in your section, the people in your class, the professors, you're, you're entering the community and that's where you're finding, oh yeah, like I'm loving it. Like this is, this is great. And it's interesting, but I, I think the, the difference, uh, I think there's many different ways you can have this experience. And I, for me personally, it was my summer 1L job uh, and that was amazing uh, working, you know, interning with a judge, Judge Connolly of the Massachusetts Superior Court. And when I did that, the light turned on. You know, something just happens through the process uh, almost by osmosis. It just kind of, you know, eventually the pieces click. And, and I think that's where all of a sudden you say, hey, it's going to be fine. I can do this. Everything's going to work out. And, and you find your way there. And so it's, you know, there's nothing to worry about. And I think there's important, you know, kind of on what we're talking about, there's important mindsets and attitudes that benefit you, that, that bring you to that place. You know, don't psych yourself out. Just because everyone else says, oh, 1L is the hardest thing I've ever done, doesn't mean that it has to be that way for you. Or at least, I mean, I also like to think of it as, you know, we're, we're training to be lawyers, right? Someone's going to come to you on their hardest day, the, the hardest thing that they've been through in life. And they're going to say, I need your help with this. I need you to help me get through this. And you have to be ready for that. So uh, finals and, and exams, that can't be, that can't be the thing that, that, that uh, psychs you out, that, that knocks you off your course. You have, you have big things we're trying to do. So let's, let's adhere to that and stay true to that. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I guess my question to you, Tom, and to you, Joanna, in, in, in response really is how, how has it been virtually, right? Like how has it been like what we're talking about Leah and Mac and I, we're saying it's the people. We were able to come in and we meet everybody and we're doing that. Obviously the experience has been different on, on this side and at this time. So how, how are you two feeling and what has, has that been like? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really great question. I think what's really, you know, sort of profound about, you know, and I think it really speaks to, you know, BC law and the, and the, and the kind of the community that we have here. Cause I know you, you, know, you hear about all kinds of different law schools and you know, I'm not being paid by BC Law to say any of this. It's just merely my uh, experience over the last however many months is that, you know, you hear about these, just these horror stories of law school, but uh, you know, how, uh, you know, cutthroat things can be. And then, you know, you come to BC Law and I know, you know, obviously the only law school that, uh, you know, Joanna or I know is, is this virtual hybrid uh, existence. You know, we're both in section three, you know, we're both, uh, you know, one else. We've had fairly similar, similar experiences and I, honestly, I don't have to answer the question the same way, even though things are just so much different, even though, you know, so much of our experience with our, with our, uh, with the people, uh, Kevin, as you say, has been, you know, people as represented, depicted by, you know, boxes, zoom, zoom boxes on, on a screen, you know, we have, uh, you know, half of our classes are, you know, you know, we're in person and those are kind of, you know, back to back, uh, both semesters the same way a few days a week. And other than that, everything else is online, you know, your meetings, your clubs, uh, you know, things of things of that nature. And I think even with that, even with, you know, sort of the zoom aesthetic that I think to this point for so many of us is just this, you know, it's, it's, it's a way of life by now. Uh, and, and perhaps long before, I think even in that, um, kind of going through, and I, and I think maybe this is unique to one L cause you're, you know, seeing the same people for, for every class. Um, you know, I, I think that shared experience, you know, perhaps the, the camaraderie, I mean, I know in section three, we, 
uh, sort of it seems that the um, you know that the that the vibe is we, we like to have, have ourselves some fun and section three is maybe compared to you know the other other couple of sections there and honestly like I I think that that sense of you know community and, and shared experiences you know kind of poking fun at uh, things that happen in in, in class and all of that really I know it it helps me get through because I know you know I mean everybody likes to sit here and you know say that uh, you know they're 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 fine I know there's like a stigma. Uh, you know, in terms of, um, you know, particularly in, in the legal field of, you know, kind of addressing the fact that for a lot of people, you know, you can, you can go through times where you're not fine, you know, work gets hard, school gets hard, life gets hard. Um, and I think that having that community and having kind of that really a, a sense of humor, uh, you know, I, I think you could say to be able to, you know, really have that, that levity when it's necessary to be able to, you know, make friends and have those connections and, and, and really be able to have that sense of community, whether it's on Zoom or it's in person or it's, you know, wherever you might be. I mean, I think that in particularly hard times, I mean, the last, I mean, we're right now, you know, this is like the one year anniversary of, you know, when, when COVID began, you know, and I think that's important to note. And I think that even in that, I, I think it's very, very, really, you know, a testament to the community that we have here that, you know, you guys were fully in person and we've kind of had this this remote experience and yet we both kind of arrive at the same conclusion which is that the people you know that that's really at least you know in, in my experience I know Joanna can uh you know talk about her experience like I feel I feel the same way that that's been what's uh what, what's helped get out of bed for, for 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 the doctrinals and do everything that we have to do so I'd, I'd have the same answer yeah um you know and like you said Tom we're in the same section uh even though we're different in some aspects uh mine being that Boston is not my personality trait, but um, I, I would say that, yeah, it, even though we don't know a law school outside of um, having it half on Zoom or having it be a half on Zoom, I would say that it, I, I don't find it to be too difficult. You know, I definitely think there are some things that we benefit as a result of being online. Um, most definitely, I feel like a lot of section bonding has come from like throwing a meme on the group me when the professor does something kooky. Like we had uh, McMorrow for torts, um, which I'm not sure if either any of you have had McMorrow, but she's quite the theatrical person <laughs> and, uh, to the point where it's kind of shocking. And um, just being like Tom said, having a sense of humor and being able to line things up a bit, even though they are hard um, in terms of uh, like school management, uh, school schedule, all of that, it definitely has, it's definitely worthwhile once you get to know the kinds of people that are in the section with you. Um, I know when I came to BC Law, I kind of, or not even just BC Law, law school in general, I expected a certain kind of person to be um, a law student, which is, you know, I think typically we can all agree that for the most part, type A, pretty much, um, you know, I just, very strict or very vocal as to how they're feeling. Um, but I kind of was basing it off of like um, suits and uh, <laughs> the getaway with murder where that you can't really have fun. It's not really like you aren't really joking around as much or there aren't that many goofballs, which is the complete opposite. You know, there are people of all different kinds. Uh, I don't know if that is the other experiences at the law schools, but for sure the diversity of people and their personalities and their experiences and how they're so far from the stereotypical norm is definitely what uh, I enjoy the most about coming into law school during a mm -hmm. pandemic. It's great to hear because, um, you know, but obviously I went through a year and a half of being in person um, with a good group of friends, 
people to talk to, people going through the same experiences. Then to have it go all online after it does feel a little bit, um, a little bit like a letdown towards the end of the law school. Um, but it's just good to know that, um, you know, even the people who start, who are going to be starting on Zoom, or you guys, or maybe even the next class, if you do start on Zoom, still feel that sense of community and, and feel like they're not doing it alone. Because I have talked to people at other law schools, and they don't have the same experience um, as I did. And it sounds like you guys have. Um, they have their one to two friends or, um, you know, it is very, it's hyper competitive and <clears throat> cutthroat and there isn't that sense of humor and um, room for growth, room for meeting new people. Um, so it's good to hear. And I hope you guys and everyone else carry, carries that on, even though there's been this break in um, kind of going to the school every day. Um, because you do, you do get a lot of, and you'll see it'll, I think it'll be a big um, improvement to your lives when you go back to school and you'll see that you run into people who you um, don't know very well and you strike up a conversation and um, there, there's another person, you know, and, and you feel like you can reach out to if you need or um, want to ask questions and whatnot. So uh, there is a lot of value in going to school. And I hope when you guys get back there, um, hopefully next year, uh, you guys can carry that, carry that, uh, that feeling on. Yeah, I think I definitely agree, Mark. Uh, our last or two student spotlights ago was Nat Carney and Nat was in my section, but we didn't sit close to each other for the first few weeks. And I remember I just, I came to the lunchroom after like a class and I didn't really know anyone. I recognized him. I was just like, hey, can I sit here with you? And he is, I hope everyone listened to that episode, but Tom knows from meeting him and Mark knows because he was in our section, just a fabulous person. And just, there is something about sitting in the library and seeing people kind of laugh about not understanding something and uh you know something very community based about it all yeah i mean i think that that's something that um you know sort of the the yellow room there where i, where I know you know it sounds like in the before times you know before covid and before you know joanna and i came on the scene like there's i, I hardly know my way around the school like i don't know if joanna's got the same experience but just a few days ago you know i had to uh for for lsa for softball you know the um you know one sports committee and you know, uh, you know, I was asked, you know, if I was, you know, getting out of class, I was just getting out at, you know, 415 and they were coming with all the equipment. I was asked, Hey, can you help carry this stuff? I was like, Oh, sure. So I, you know, go out there to help. And I realized like, I don't know where I'm going. Cause like we, I've gone to one big room, you know, 115 in, in the East wing, uh, since September. And I like, we've really never really gone anywhere else. And so it's kind of interesting as you <laughs> sort of walk around in there and I think I kind of need a map. Uh, and I, and I can see that, you know, Mark is guffawing at this, uh, at this, at, at this situation. Well, no, but, it's, it's, it's yeah. Stuff you don't think about, like we don't think yeah, that like, was the case the first two weeks when we started, but then, you know, you learn it quickly. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be so weird, you know, hopefully assuming that the pandemic and everything is, is more or less uh, gone, you know, by, by September and we're, and we're pretty, pretty much normal. It's really going to be an interesting experience. It's going to be like an entirely different, uh, entirely different vibe altogether. So I, I definitely, I definitely, that it'll be it'll be interesting to be able to you know go 
sit and eat food. Like I don't even, I don't even eat or drink there, you know, because you're not allowed to, you know, you can't take your mask off. It's just such a, it's such a strange thing. So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what things are like uh, as you guys experience them. Yeah, hey, I have a guys. I have a question. Is softball starting in the spring? It is. When? Whoa. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, man, so you guys are out of the loop. Uh, basically, uh, I think they're gonna they have to push it back because nobody will give us permission to use their field. But it's my understanding that's like the end of March and then all the way through April. You know, until you get to the oh my the god World Series there. Yeah, we we got some softball we got, was the best. We got some sluggers in our section. We're gonna be cracking them over the fence. Where we oh, I'm I'm watching, sure. I'm sure. I'm watching film. I've been reading the scouting reports. Like we're we're pretty good. I never touched a bat, but I went every single week and I had a great time. See, softball yeah. is one of I'm so jealous of you because um, oh. I think Tom told me that uh, for softball, only the people that are actively playing can be on the field. And if I'm on the field, maximum. yes, I can't be on the sidelines. Nope. I can't be snack mom. No, if you're not exactly like if so, if you're not playing, you so how do you choose the roster? That's what if I'm thing. fully vaccinated? Well, see, there you go. Like, you know what? You should Fauci call up Doctor Fauci, Fauci and lean on him. That's not that. right. Yeah, Fauci exactly. says that I can do whatever I want once I'm, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, I spoke to him specifically. Really? Mm-hmm. We should have him on. If you can speak to him specifically, how come you didn't ask him to come on just law? Like, I'm a little bit upset now. You should have should have plugged the podcast. That'd be, that'd be, that would have been a good booking. I wouldn't yeah. want to abuse our relationship. No. I'm half vaccinated. So is Tom. We had kind yeah. of a war about it. He was mad yeah. that I posted on Instagram. Well, no. What preceded that was I held up my little card right here, and you got like kind of mad that still uh, have that card on uh, deck, bro. What? No, I just so, thought it was so funny. It. And you're like, oh, why do you funny. keep? Yeah, you're I like, why do you, you keep like, it so close by? It. I thought you hold it at all times. It's like in my jacket it's that like I it. wore when I got. Oh, I love cleaners. love Brighton laundry go, dry Mark. cleaners. That's where go. I get my well protected too. Well. <laughs> but I did post on Instagram that I was half vaccinated because weird flex. As everyone knows who knows me well, I have. Um, I have, I'm a high risk person for getting really sick for COVID. So I haven't seen anybody at all. And I haven't traveled and I haven't seen my grandparents and I don't go anywhere. And I just stay in my home with my cat. And it's Uh-oh. very upsetting. Um, You're back. You're almost back. I'm almost back. So, so, can uh, we, so let's just get this straight. Tom's making fun of you. Tom's making fun of me for being a sick person. Yeah. Right. For being high risk Mm -hmm. and for finally being able to see people again. Yeah. My autoimmune disease. I get it. It's funny. That's hilarious. Let let me be real clear for Dr. O'Sullivan here. It's really funny. Yeah. How how this started is that we're sitting here, Kevin, while we're waiting for you to get out of your your friggin' mob meeting, wherever you came from. (laughs) You know. with Lacosa, no that can't be okay for character and fitness. That can't be. Yeah, okay. hey, you know, they're gonna have they're gonna have a they're gonna have a field day with you, brother. Can't be all right. So, you know, we're sitting here. And uh, I hold up my that was a specious card. allegation. That is not true. I deny any involvement. Thank you. Okay, you legally, I have to say that. I'm sure you do. Uh, but hey, don't, don't perjure yourself there, Kevin. No, but uh, you know, so I hold Incredible. this up and I start, I start getting flights. Leah's like, Oh, why do you have that on your desk? Like, I have it on my desk so I don't lose it. So when I go to get the the second one, they'll they'll let me in the door. 
And I'm like, well, Leah was posting it online. Like, I can't have it on my desk, but she can post it. Like, this doesn't seem like very cool. I mean, I know these are strange times in terms of like vaccines and and so forth. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not not ashamed of it. I mean, it is what no, it is. Definitely, that seems make more totally fair. You stick it in your arm, yeah, no. Kevin. You go. I don't. People, I don't know if you know who the Delta is. To hug their grandparents in a yeah. year, and I, that's hilarious. You're so yeah. right. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't. My know grandparents have been to... alone since December 2019. Can't yeah, wait. I mean, Kevin, I, mean, I don't know if you were, you were paying attention in health in BC High there, but you get your deltoid right here. They stick it right there. That's where it goes, and then you know you, you get two of them, and then you know we're, we're trying to get there. We're trying to get the country there, Kevin. I'm just no, happy um, that I can um, go to the supermarket again. What were Are you excited you about that, Leah? Well, I was doing delivery. I would go sometimes. I went to Target once. I kid you not, I had a panic attack that I was just like, I'm like, this is what's going to kill me. I wanted to get some throw pillows for my for my bed. And I go to Target. I had a panic attack. I blinked. I blacked out and I bought $90 worth of pillows. Mm. I think that's standard yeah. run of the mill for uh, Target, though. You know, yeah, they looked terrible i returned them all which was my next trip to target where i had another panic attack returning them so yeah i only do delivery um now or uh smaller stores you're gonna have to ease back into uh society it'll feel pretty weird just being around so many people yeah i'm pretty nervous i haven't been in like a room with more than four people in a really long time that's crazy yeah on that note, though, I feel like we everybody's gonna have to ease back into society. Like, I don't know what. Joanne, how... are you calling me not special? You're well, so special. Saying that I'm part, a part of a mob was was probably. Uh... Yeah, Kevin's no, really worried. Kevin, it looks like you're having the meetings right there at the table. I mean, it looks like you know, like straight out of special Listen, casting there. Kevin, your home is beautiful. Thank you, Leah. Thank it's you. Not you know what, it's, it's Tom? Peculiar. Just so you know. Just yeah. say, the Gambini family sends their regards. Yeah, they do. Hey, so you know. Know. your home hey, is beautiful. Is Once I'm fully vaccinated, I'd love to come over and have Leah, you are invited. Joanna, you. you are invited. Mac, you are invited. Thank you. Hey, Kevin. That's, everybody's that's that's the everybody's already been over here, Kevin. I mean, we, we couldn't fit you in. Oh, you we, been we, were, we were putting out the, we were shining the, the bat symbol off the roof of BC Law trying to track you out. <laughs> we couldn't get you. We were hitting the all points bulletin. They, they Tom, you say it. that you've been hosting parties over at your place or something? Oh, sure. Oh, hey, section three. Hey, section three. We got to, you know. Section three? What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't drag <laughs> us down. This is your okay, second hey. guy. I think I saw you there, Joanne. I don't know. What the, I might have to cut that, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> On, you know, the city of Newton website, we figure out all the rules and, and mm-hmm. we, you know, by the letter, by the letter of the law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hanging, out, in packing, yeah. You're hanging out in some packing lots. It's nice. It's outdoors, it though. So that's that's like that's different because no, it's awesome. like air. Yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, yeah, hey, I mean, at least we're not like throwing rocks at dumpsters behind like the, the friggin' South Shore Mall. Like you guys, a bunch of friggin' Neanderthals down there. I'll show a plaza. Would you please? I'll show oh, a plaza. plaza. Okay. Well, you know, all right. I, I see. I mean, um, hey, I guess, I guess I can't complain. We've, we've got the shops at Chestnut Hill. It sounds a little too gentrified. It's a little embarrassed. I mean, yeah, it's we're, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm in a glass house throwing stones. You got me there. Uh, I do want to say what what <laughs> what we were saying before about um, my my favorite part of law school really was running into people in the yellow room. That was that really that was like my favorite part and seeing people in the library. So it's it's cool. It is very cool to think that you have the next two years ahead of you. God willing, I pray this is the case. You have two years ahead of you to enjoy and have fun with all that. 
As for softball coming up, I hope you're ready. That's all I can say. I, I hope you're ready. I don't I care. I will say, Kevin, my favorite part was avoiding people in the yellow room. So we <laughs> might have a different experience there. I love seeing someone who you're just like, no, thanks. Just kidding. I love everyone. I was a very social person back in the day. Right, Mark? Yeah. So many friends. <laughs> yellow room is where it's at. It's true. I have so many friends, Mark. You can back me up. Yeah, Mark, tell them how many friends I had. Count them out. A lot, a lot of friends. Um, yeah. I, I hosted the first party of Section 31L. Yeah. Smooth move. It was a banger. We had like 75 people in this apartment. Oh. That Back was in the day. Too. It's funny. We, we did that too. So like that's... that's... <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why yeah. I'm locked in my house a year later. Hey, no, but that's hilarious, though, Leah. Such, Don't that's actually hysterical. So we can make three to thank. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let yeah. me ask you guys on a more serious note while we've got y'all here. Uh, you know, looking back at you know, because we're round in the round in the bend on one L. Uh, you know, if you guys had advice for like other one Ls, other people in our, in our shoes, when you got you know two L and three L ahead of you, like you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda you know, looking back, you know, what, you know, what, what advice you might impart on, you know, our, our, our peers and other people, maybe at this law school, other law schools that are, you know, at this juncture and, uh, you know, just impart some wisdom on us, you know, as we prepare for the path, the path forward there. Get a cat. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Or a All hobby. Right. Roll just... tape. I think we're, we got it. Do something that is not law school related, mm -hmm. just maybe once a week. Um, I walk dogs now uh, via the WAG app. So if you like sure. dogs, I recommend that. Everyone's yeah. Doing that. I didn't know that. I'm about to start. What? Maybe we're not what? friends, Mark. Um, yeah, I walked a dog today. I got, you know, $15 from it and it's basically free therapy you get outside, you get a little vitamin D, it's half an hour, doesn't take too much time out of your day, and you play with a puppy. Pretty awesome. That's it's cool. really great. I really recommend it. But school-wise, I would say do internships, do clinics, do all of that stuff, any practical thing that you can like like Kevin was saying earlier, that makes you remember like, oh, this is why we're going to law school. This is why we're sitting in these long classes. This is because the classes you learn. I mean, you learn things, but you, you don't learn how to be a lawyer at all, really. Um, so that is my advice. And get a cat. I would say just. Um, I guess my advice would be to not be, not feel too embarrassed or uncomfortable reaching out for help and uh, trying to connect with other students um, when you don't understand something or you're feeling like you could be the only one because chances are you're not if there's, you know, if things are just becoming too busy and I would just, I would just say, um, don't feel like you're the only one. Um, know that people at BC are very, want to help people and um, even alumni or uh, older people, you know, three L's, two L's when you're a one L, uh, people really want to help. And um, 
I just know that now because if one L reached out to me and wanted help on something or wanted advice, I would, I would love to, you know, steer them in the right direction or, or give them some guidance or just help them feel less stressed out. Like, I think, um, it's especially hard when you're not in person and, and you feel like you don't have that, um, that small talk that just makes you feel like, while wow, the work is super hard and, and there's a lot to be done. You just, you know, that you're going through the process with a bunch of other people. So, um, I just wouldn't hesitate to, to reach out to anyone, you know, cause now you have to see someone, you might see someone on zoom who like looks cool and you, or you just like wanna, you think they said something interesting. So I, I would definitely suggest just reaching out. Everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, I love that. I love all of it. I co-sign all of it. I think, you know, like we were talking about earlier, good life advice applies as equally, if not more so to law school. So know yourself, you know, like I think it's extremely important to know yourself, take time to reflect and contemplate and introspect and know why you're here. Why am I here? Why did I decide to do this? What do I want to be doing? How is this connected to my ultimate goals beyond law school? When I graduate, what does this look like? Uh, embrace, like Leah and Mac is saying, embrace the community. Know that uh, everyone has been through it in the same way that you've been through it. Do not buy into ideas of uh, these people are farther ahead than me, or these people understand it more than me, or God, I wish I really was in this person. No, like as, as much as you need to embrace your community, you are on your own path. You're, you're on your own journey. So don't, don't mm -hmm. become entangled. Don't get distracted. Do what you need to do. Do it I for you. You know, you don't need to look like, like Professor Hillinger always said this, you know, during final season, don't go to the library because the library is the perfect collection of people freaking out. <laughs> You don't need to freak out just because everyone else free is freaking out. It doesn't mean you're behind. It doesn't mean you're not getting it. You're doing you. You're doing your process. You're figuring out what's best for you and how best do I go forward with this. That's important. So I think, I think know yourself. Know why you're here. Embrace who's around you. Like Max said, everyone is here for you. And everyone's been through it. So don't, don't buy into something just because a lot of people are saying it or just because a lot of people say, the, oh, this is how you have to do it to thy own self be true. That's, that will get you far. So that's, that's what you get to cling to. Great. That's great advice. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, looking back on one, I mean, I know it's, it's obviously a little bit you know, different with the, 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 the zoom and the pandemic and everything, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that certainly rings true. You know, you know, the, the, the fact that it's important to reach out and I know that, you know, kind of coming into law school, there's all those, you know, stigmas and there's all those, you know, you, you, you see the different, you know, legally blonde and all the different pop culture that's out there that kind of leads you to think that, oh, it's going to be cutthroat. It's going to be all these things, but uh, it's, it's been a pretty good experience. I mean, I, I've enjoyed my, my classes to the extent that that's, uh, you know, possible. Uh, and uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's gone pretty well. I mean, I can't believe you. it's like we're halfway through. I mean, I'm not quite sure when this will come up right now. It's March 12th. I mean, we're halfway through March and it's like, wow, we're, we're almost one third of the way done with this thing. And I think that's really, the, the one thing that I, I, I take away is like, wow, time really does fly. Like I remember when I was applying and, and looking at schools, everybody, you know, you go on tours and different things back when, back when people did that, uh, you know, and you'd hear about, oh, you know, it flies right by. And I was like, oh God, it's going to, are you kidding me? The thing's going to drag. Uh, but no, here we are. It's like, oh, we're already almost, you know, one, one third of the way around. And it's, uh, yeah, I think that that advice is definitely, definitely really, really, really valid.
And, and one and one and maybe a, a, a just a something else on that, uh, you know, perspective. Like law school is neither. I hope it's foundational. I hope in some ways it's transformative. I hope you learn things about yourself and about others and about the world and about society that matter and that and that change your life truly. But it also doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to live up to any preconceived expectation. And it doesn't need to be anything that you don't want it to be. There's a huge amount of choice in this. So perspective to know, like I was saying earlier, an exam's an exam. But if I'm gonna be a lawyer and I'm gonna to try to help people and solve problems, I gotta be prepared for that. So I, that's the day that I'm preparing for. And BC Law is special. It's a community that cares about being a community that cares about being a law school that focuses on uh, everything that a law school should focus on, but especially students and the student life. And also within that, you know, like we were saying before, honesty, transparency, vulnerability, reach out when something isn't right. It's, it's, it's obviously easier to say than to do, but there are people care People have been through it. And it's just never mind about, you know, needing a commonality. It's just about being human. It's just about when you're struggling, reach out and, and people will be there for you. When you need something, someone will answer that call. So uh, embracing the human side of everything that we're doing. I think that's, that, that's critical. And again, actually, that gets us back to why we started to do this thing in the first place, right? That's what Just Law is all about. It's supposed to be examining the human side of what of the law, of what the law is supposed to be about, of what the law considers and contemplates. And uh, that's why we're having these conversations. So much more to be done, much more to be had. There you go. I, I had a whole nother thing, but that's like a perfectly circular ending for this. That is like, it's like, it's like you're sure 429, 40 PM on a Friday. Like that's a, Kevin just took this thing home. Like it's like the, like, like, like it's the ending of Sunday night football. Like that was like a perfect, perfect way to land Dang. the plane there, Kevin. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey. Off, buddy. Yeah, hey, you know, listen, I got one other thing for, for, for all you. So one of the, you know, we have meetings uh, to just, we have more, we spend more time meeting than we spend recording. Uh, and there goes Mark, we already lost him. Uh, but one of the things here I, I'm, I'm just interested in is obviously Kevin and I, I know you guys don't know where we're from, uh, but like, I'm just curious, like, you know, you guys, when you first came to, to, to Boston, like just culturally, acoustically like like you know you listen to kevin and i yeah i mean it's all in, i hope everybody listening knows this is all in good fun or at least I, at least i would hope so kevin um well but, tom you have a tendency to drone on i'm not really sure what you're saying but i'm hey, sure it's he, important kevin mark already shut his camera he shut his mic he's like Geez, this freaking o'sullivan guy like i, I got <laughs> bleeding out bleeding out the ears <laughs> over there but uh i don't know just you know i, I know joanna like this you know kind of coming up here for for, for school like what, what was your what was your take on on our town and i guess we can just kind of end with that um, I think I need to talk on the acoustics more so your accents. <laughs> they, for the most part, crack me up. Um, I have a difficulty understanding sometimes, but for, usually if I just laugh and nod, I'm in good shape. Um, <laughs> additionally, I very much appreciate the usage of, the, of guy just to describe people. You know, I just mm. call anybody guy now. It's very, it's a good, <laughs> it's a very uh, Boston thing I've noticed, but um, I don't know. I think I've heard, from what I've heard about Boston, uh, it was definitely that the people are a bit abrasive and that's been the most like 
opposite opinion of what I've found. Like all the people that are from Boston that I've encountered so far, fingers crossed, that anybody is not mean to me from Boston because I will cry. Um, it's uh, it's the other way around, most definitely. Awesome. You y'all are very welcoming, uh, funny, vocaled people. Thank you. Very happy to hear that. I'm very happy. Yeah. That's how it should Kevin, be. Should yeah, be. Kevin, we're not going to ask you. We're not going to ask me either. Uh, Leo, what's your, what's your take? Um, I don't like the accent. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I think it's fake. I think, you know, when you went to kindergarten, they said, here's what you're going to do for the rest of your life and just kind of ran with it. Um, I am New York adjacent where I'm from. The Great Long Island. I have a map right here. Oh, yeah. You're never going to like the Boston accent then. So, well, just because I don't know if you can tell, I don't have an accent because I also believe the Long Island accent is fake and no one ever taught it to me. So that's that's kind of where I base my evidence on that. So accent. You're, you just you're just kind of mad you missed out, really, in a way. Yeah. It's no. Just like a little projection, like maybe. What do you no, mean nobody I'm... taught it to you? Like were there like schools you had like go like on Sunday and they like gave you like the wrong alphabet because that's Bond's what they accent you had to go to school for. Yeah, Kevin and I like we go in there on a that's Sunday. Exactly it's like ah, uh, you know, yeah. See, she knows. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, I I do like Boston, the city. I like uh, how historical it is. I don't like, and I don't mean to be offensive to anybody, but I, I think I was chosen for this podcast to stir the pot. <laughs> I don't like how everyone says they're from Boston when you're not, you're from the suburbs. I've never said oh, yeah. I'm from New York City because I'm from the suburbs of New York City and everybody from starting at right the suburbs an hour out they're all from boston they're all from boston um you're not i'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're from i don't know i can't even think of a place because you you no one tells me the real town they just say they're from boston (laughs) if you're a 45 minute drive from me you are not from boston well, that's because but if you say you're from that, Long Island, we know where that is. If I say I'm from like Litchfields, like you're gonna look at me like I'm like I'm a farmer. Like I mean, I probably am. Here's how you solve the problem. Oh, I'm from Litchfield. It's about 45 minutes from Boston. And that's it. I went to college in the middle of nowhere, Elon, North Carolina, and I would say it's 30 minutes from Greensboro and 50 minutes from Chapel Hill. And no one asked me a second question because no one cared. But that's just like a good way. Just if you're listening to this and you're not from Boston, but you say you are, just like you can use landmarks. How far are you from uh, Worcester? Tell me that. I want to know. No one knows where that is. Nobody goes there. It's, like, it's a different time zone out there. I mean, come on. Kevin knows what I'm talking about. New, New York and Boston do diverge on this because my friends give yeah. me a similarly hard time, my New York and New Jersey friends. So I, I understand there's great debate on this topic. But it is, well, this is yeah. how we operate. Bunch of, bunch of people, provincialists we are. People um, from New Jersey, when they say they're from New York, that also bothers me. Um, just uh, like maybe a pet peeve. Maybe I, I'll uh, like talk to my therapist about it, really get her take. But um, that's my thought on Boston. Mark, you probably have one of the uh, most different places. How's the Midwest versus... Mm. So you're no. not even an East Coaster. Yeah. I mean, I, I always, before I came to Boston, I always had this weird association with Boston, you know, har- like severe, harsher, rougher 
types, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, I don't think there's a ton of truth to that. I think people are a little bit um, more um, direct in the beginning and maybe a little less friendly right off the bat. But I think, after, you know, when you get to know someone, it usually opens up. And I think in, from the Midwest, it's, it's usually, you know, you have people being friendly right off the bat in kind of like a fake way. Um, so I think there's trade-offs, but uh, no, I, I've liked Boston a lot. I think it's a great place to go to school. Um, so many different schools and students and it's, it's people say it's like the busiest, the, the busiest city in the United States. But for me, it's felt very calm and uh, no way is it the busiest city. Who I've heard that. that. I heard that stat. And, and maybe it's the most crowded, the most crowded uh, uh, city in the United States. I'm gonna fact check you on this. But it it feels like the most crowded city. I don't know if but it it's is. Bad. I, I like what? It. Have you guys been to New York? I don't know. You don't know if you've been to New York? That's scary. No, I, I said I don't know about your stat that New York is the busiest. Okay. I'm looking into it. Okay. It's just trying to make me open the Food Network app. I mean, Tokyo is one I'm on. But um, as Tom likes to say, in any case, <laughs> Do I say in any event? So it's a you different. Say both. You say both. Uh, New York is the most crowded. Uh, 27.5 people per square mile. Oh, a lot of And people. then the oh, second that's... is Los Angeles, and the third is Chicago. You know what, though, Mac? I love what you bring to the table. I, I don't like know what we're looking at, though, but there was definitely a statistic. In any event, um, what I like about Boston is it's, it's kind of cool how you have the city and then you have surrounding towns or, uh, you know, are each have their own kind of different character, about, uh, which I think is yeah. a, it's really unique. It works. Different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the pilgrims they got here, they got off the boat and they were like, oh, Jesus, look how old this friend city is. This place sucks. Look at this thing. The roads are falling apart. It sucks back then. I mean, we get the, I mean, I mean, Kevin's shaking his head, but I mean, come on, wait, you, you've been on the mass pike, you know, this place sucks. Like, let's, I let's have be a, honest. I, absolutely not. Beautiful. Awesome. Amazing. Cool. Historic. Where? Where? Fun. That, I, I, I think, I, are you even from here? Do you even care? For, what, do you, what do you think I'm from? I mean, you get, get, get on the Mass Pike at like 7.30 in the morning. Go by BU. Let, let the sun blind you in your eyes. Is like, you know, the, the whole rest of the state tries to squeeze we're through. We're sending you back. How beautiful it is. I don't There's know no where, where we're sending you, but we're sending you. to send me to back to. To the basement. To the basement. <laughs> the recline is <laughs> That's gone, right, Joanna. Joanna. He's going <laughs> down. You're going to have to live without it, Tom. Free, uh, free <laughs> mic. Free ability to talk on the mic. We're sending you back. Hey, at least I got a mic. put you in a different department. Because on mic has been a disaster, so we're gonna have to rethink that. Kevin, you, I know you've got like the, the the shades there; they look like the the, the friggin' sails from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Maybe you can close that. The, dude, the, the sun's coming through there, and it's like you know, friggin' beautiful. Look at that; it's a beautiful yeah. silhouette. Like jealous, exactly. Jealous, jealous at all? Doesn't look good on you, Tom. That's yeah, a beautiful like, sun much, over there. Jealousy, it's honesty. Where'd you say, Mac? Beautiful sun. Where are you? I'm in Weymouth, baby. Weymouth, great Weymouth, Massachusetts. Beautiful. How far day. is Weymouth from Boston? It's about 15, 40, 20 minutes south without traffic. 40 minutes, 40 minutes, a lot of traffic. What? Nice. What? 
Always a lot I'm of getting traffic. you a map. I'm getting Tom a GPS for, for his birthday. Uh, you, you gotta know, what, what do you guys do down there? I mean, what's going on down there these days? What do you like? You, I, I know all the radio shacks went out of business. I mean, I don't know what you do, what you do for fun down there. <laughs> there is much to do for fun in Weymouth. I don't, I didn't know, I didn't know our connection to Radio Shack. I'm confused, confused. Right, I don't know. That. Subway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I went on Angelo, like, thank you very much. when I was going out to get my vaccine, it's like, oh yeah, you can go down behind the closed circuit city in Weymouth. Like that's the landmark. Look at thing. him bragging about this vaccine once again. Incredible. Oh my God. I didn't put it online. Go the New England Journal of Medicine about it. All right. I hear they have some great articles you can check out. I, I think they're outside. I think Wolf Blitz and, and Dr. Fauci, they're here. They, they, yeah, don't you want, have to yeah. get through another another interview? I'm going for me to block Tom off of Instagram. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, there's not much to see there anyway, so what can I say? All righty. That was you. rude. I have a great Instagram. I headphones, Tom. Did you get those at Radio Shack or where at? No, I did not. I did not get these at Radio yeah. Shack. I actually, I actually got these from a vending machine. It was a Best Buy vending machine in the airport. That's why. I, wow, I always wondered who used those. Who just has like five hundred dollars expendable cash? Just yes, just I'm gonna pay for it. Larry yeah, King just, Live over it, here yeah, has his mic exactly. set up. Has his the mics uh, and the headphones all set up. Yeah, exactly. You get the mic from the from the vending machine too, or. He carries no. it around wherever he goes. He wants I, to make I, sure everyone yeah, can hear him. Yeah, I, I just pack up a bindle. I put the mic in there. I put the headphones in there. And it's, it's uh, you know, I got all the equipment I need. Perfect. But Perfect. hey, we're not like you guys that had like a whole studio built for us. We, we never got to go in there. I mean, I know that people are asking me, like, how come me and Joanna aren't in the picture? Like, you know, but, but me, like, nobody needs to see that. But like, that's a terrible picture. And I wish they would never show it. They, they did not tell it. me they were huh. taking a picture. I had a fever. I was sick, not with coronavirus, something else. <laughs> and I am sweating in that picture. Mark, you better cut this. It is just a disgusting photograph, and I wish they'd never show that. Oh, I really like that one. I actually kind no, of like the don't. picture. I'm not gonna I think that's it. the only one. Of you? I look bad. Oh, oh, you mean the one where we're all three together? No, I mean the one where it's me and Kevin. I'm saying Kevin likes it of him. Mark, maybe you just think I'm beautiful because you're my friend. I don't know. But it's not a good picture of me, and I'd like to Photoshop it. I'll talk to the boss. <laughs> Thank you. That's Am I the boss? I thought me. I thought I thought the bosses were here. I am the boss. Debatable. Um, I think the the words you were looking for, I think, were "thank you" for the studio. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank who? Yeah, you'll probably use it more than we ever did. You're we welcome. were in there two days. Mm. We're very happy right. for you. The inheritor. You'll have two years. You yeah, thank you. All I can say. For the future of Just Law, thank God Joanne is on this team. Let me tell you that right now. All Lucky I want to say is happy Friday. Everybody yeah. go and get some twisted teas. Um, <laughs> dedicate it to me and Amen. guzzle. All right. And I look forward to seeing everybody on that softball field. Bring your A game. Hey, we're gonna try to Kevin. Well, th this was good. I, I don't. I lost track of time, but th this was just a good, good, good free for all. We had a good, honest perspective. Joanna, Mark, Leah, not Kevin, but thanks to everybody for coming appreciate on. It, I will yeah. be shocked if anyone listens to this. Just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> in they, shock. If they get this far into this thing, like so they they need to go to like Felipe's class. Like they need to meditate. Like if this is if this is if, if they've gotten this far down and then we're in the, sending the them immediately to Felipe. I'll tell you yeah. that. Exactly. Philippa might not be able to help if, they, if they're listening to us for this long. But what does that hey, say about us? Uh, <laughs> hey, Kevin raised the point. Thank you, Mac. 
Thank you, Mac, for uh, all the editing and content and recording that just happened. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks. Yeah. All right. We appreciate it. All right. Well, all right. Happy Friday. All righty. Have a great weekend. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Peace.